I'm Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you're doing well. Another iconic Disney animated movie is getting a television series reboot for families, and it's great. Alice's Wonderland Bakery premieres this Wednesday, February 9th at 10.30 a.m. on Disney Channel and Disney Junior. Joining me, executive producer Chelsea Bile and co-EP Frank Montagna. Chelsea, Frank, thank you for being here on the show today. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. It is so great to meet the both of you. Alice, she's such an iconic character. And and Chelsea, what does the 1951 Disney animated classic that's now 70 and a half years old, what does that film mean to you? Oh, it means it means the world to me. You know, Alice is, Alice in Wonderland is currently our world. Just, you know, when I knew I was going to be doing an Alice in Wonderland show, I watched the movie. Of course, I had seen it as a child and then I revisited it again and just really did a deep dive into that movie and just really embraced every little quirk that, you know, you remember from a kid, but how can we bring these characters now to a new generation? So, I mean, the movie is so iconic in it's, it's so clever and peculiar. So I think it really is a standout from, you know, the Disney features and it's carried on over the years because it's been so uh, loved. But yeah, it, it's been fascinating just diving into it again for the show. Nice. Yeah, it's a, a visually intricate movie and very witty. And you do carry a lot over into the show while also making some changes. And we'll get into all of that. But first of all, Frank, what was the process of settling on our lead being Alice's great granddaughter, naming her Alice and getting this whole bakery element in there? So when Chelsea approached me uh, about the show, I'm more of the artistic side of things. She's more of the written side of things. So she actually came up with that concept, which is awesome. And, you know, she really sold it on me because I was curious, like, what was, you know, why a bakery? But there's so much of the, you know, eat me, drink me associated with Alice, even in the books, in the Lewis Carroll books, um, there's so many mentions of food and so um, when Chelsea did her pitch about food bringing people together and, and it just it just seemed to be really an organic fit for Alice in Wonderland. It is cool because I think a lot of kids are into baking. I've got a, uh, a four-year-old almost cousin who is already getting into baking and <laughs> will watch this and enjoy it thoroughly. And finding your lead, I'm sure that process must have been really interesting as well. Chelsea, tell me about finding Libby Rue to voice Alice, who has to not only speak, but sing a lot on this. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, with with casting Alice, you know, our show is the new the next generation of Alice. So because she's the great granddaughter, that gave us the freedom to reinvent Alice a little bit in her voice. Like, and that's you know, why we found Libby. Libby just had a, a real real knack for comedy and understanding the clever wordplay that is associated mm. with Wonderland. And I think she's just a really smart kid. And of course she has the singing chops. So she was just a natural for us when it came to Alice. And just that warmth, you know, of being this curious young baker, that creativity, she just had it all. Nice, nice. You bring back the Cheshire Cat. There's an episode that I screened that is very fun involving him. But also you put some new spins on some classic characters. Frank, can you go into that a little bit? 
from a visual standpoint and a conception standpoint of, of the modern takes on some of these characters. So what was really fun, uh, just to kind of go back to what you said about Cheshire Cat, you know, in the original movie, he's such a mysterious character and he's kind of mischievous. He kind of gets Alice into trouble, but we knew we wanted him in our show. So when we were, when Chelsea and I were working with uh, Max, who's the voice, you know, we were really trying to find like, what would the Cheshire Cat sound like and be like? We watched the sequences in the film over and over and, you know, he's so playful and interesting and, and we cued into to that part of him, right? Like fun and 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 silly, but you know, our, our Cheshire cat doesn't necessarily get Alice into trouble, but he also, you know, might not give her the best advice. <laughs> um, so we wanted to keep that part of him because he, he's such an iconic character. Um, but as far as like, you know, Fergie, the white rabbit, like we, we really wanted to keep that sort of like panicked, you know, uh, energy of the original white rabbit, but giving him more of a modern, more vulnerable kind of uh, a character. And then uh, Hattie, the Mad Hatter character, um, you know, we just didn't want to do just a, a typical, you know, character. So we wanted him to look in his costume, it's very out there, you know, it's sort of extra because he's that kind of kid. And um, just to give some some diversity, we, he is from a Japanese descent and uh, we just thought that was more fun for a modern audience. And the same thing with our Princess of Hearts, Rosa, of course we have a Queen of Hearts, but our Princess of Hearts, uh, they're both from a Cuban background, Cuban influence. I think families will will love these updates on these characters because they're so enjoyable. They're so nice. They're a good group, you know, as, as you watch the show, it's a good group. Alice's Wonderland Bakery, the premiere is this Wednesday, February 9th, 10.30 a.m., Disney Channel, Disney Junior. Chelsea and Frank are with me now on the LCJ Q&A podcast. So in the episode, Unforgettable Unbirthday, there is a moment where you go to a portrait of the original Alice, and I got chills in that moment. Chelsea, did you have to get... Did you have to get special approval to include that moment? Uh, right. No, we didn't. No. Right? Because, no. you know, because it's in the Disney canon, it's a heritage project. Really, we can take anything from the movie. And of course, our character designer drew that portrait of Alice. That was a really fun, just a beautiful moment, too, to connect the classic with the new. And Jackson, you saying you gave, you got chills makes me and Chelsea so happy because- yeah, that's what I wanted to do, you know, to bridge those two. Cause I think parents will love watching it for that reason, you know, with their kids. And if kids haven't seen the film, they can go check it out. You know, our show might be their introduction to Alice in Wonderland. That's very true. And then they can watch the original, which I'm sure is on Disney Plus and, uh, and, and enjoy that. But yes, I think the parents and the adults, you're absolutely right, who will see that moment and go, whoa, okay, we're, we're here. We're in it. We're really, really in it. And Wonderland is so fantastical. But Frank, tell me about balancing that fantastic nature of Wonderland with these really relatable storylines and themes for young kids about picnics and sleepovers and meeting new people. Yeah, so what we, I mean, when we set out to create this show, Chelsea and I, like, she, you know, we were talking about watching the movie, and when we first teamed up, we, we watched the movie together with our other key creatives, 
The movie is is very unique and it's a very curious world. But for preschool, we were, we went through and we tried to pull the things that we knew our youngest viewers would be sort of attracted to. So there's lots of interesting, you know, curious um, recipes and locations and things like that. I think the themes, like you know, like you're saying, the picnics, the sleepovers. Food has this, um, that was the heart of the show for me. Like you have all this wonderful, like Alice in Wonderland, you know, curiosity and zaniness, but then what is the heart of the show? And so that's where food comes in. And that's where we get our themes. You know, food has this power to make a new friend. If you just share a meal together, you can connect with someone. You can evoke memories of a person or a place through a dish. And that's what Alice does. So like in the episode you mentioned, Cheshire Cat is the only Cheshire Cat in Wonderland. He's used to dining by himself. He basically crashes Alice and her friend's picnic by like making blueberries poof into thin air. And Alice realizes Cheshire just wanted to join them, right? So that's like the main theme of like Alice saying, you know, food is meant to be shared with those you love. So, and I think that's really what the heart of the show is and, and overall theme. Yeah. And when we set out to tell stories, we always think of like what separates Wonderland from just your usual Disney sort of storybook fantasy land. Right. And so Chelsea and I at the beginning were very conscious of we don't want magic to drive the stories. You know, Wonderland, things just are right. It's like if you're in an upside down world, well, everything's just upside down. Or if you grow or shrink from eating uh, you know, some cake crumbs that just happens. So we always are looking for the wonderland twist rather than the the fantasy or, or magic elements. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And you're right about food. I mean, I saw the Julia Child documentary recently and you're right. Food could, food could do so much to yeah. all of us. Yes. <laughs> Before we wrap things up here, I got to ask you both, uh, Chelsea and Frank, about the best unbirthday you have ever had or maybe the best unbirthday you had while making this show chelsea i'll start with you i would say seeing that first episode in color come through <laughs> of course you know what i think we got the main title on my actual birthday <laughs> so when we got the first ep- we got the main title that was my birthday so that was a great birthday present but seeing that first episode come from our amazing animation studio icon um seeing that come through and seeing the colors and just this new generation of Alice in Wonderland come to life. And then the excitement of, oh, we get to add music and all the sound effects. It's just gonna, it was, it was a very merry on birthday that day. Nice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice day. Frank, what about you? Uh, my favorite on birthday was actually two days before my actual birthday and the crew surprised me uh, by delivering a cake and this wonderful drawing behind me that our character designer drew and Chelsea and all the gang had orchestrated this surprise unbirthday uh, attack (laughs) 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 and coordinated with my family. And they came in with a, it was all very surreal. Fitting for a wonderland. (laughs) Very, very fitting indeed. Well, Chelsea Bile, Frank Montagna, the EPs of Alice's Wonderland Bakery. Thank you for your time today. The show premieres Wednesday, February 9th, 10.30 a.m. Disney Channel and Disney Junior. I think it's going to be a big hit. Thank you so much for being on the LCJ Q&A today. Thank you. Lights, Camera Jackson, thank you for listening to this episode of the LCJ Q&A podcast. For more, go to Twitter at LCJ Reviews and lights-camera-jackson.com.